I swear. Wrestling Podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the A Squared Circle Wrestling Podcast. Andy Gordon, as always, joined by Andy Boyd Simmons, ABS. Hey, how are you doing? I'm fine, thanks, Andy. Abs. How are you? Abs. Yeah, someone once said to me, why have we even come up with this? Uh, someone once said to me, Joe's a guy in PWG who was like, oh, look at my abs. Nope. Oh, it was around the time when you PWG guys used to come over. Eh? Oh, okay. Yeah, and someone said, oh, oh you I should wrestle... Do. This guy, but I was like, but I don't have abs. Like, if I had abs, there you go. Um, you brought it up. <laughs> Thanks. It would have been probably a good story had you been able to reference the actual guy's name. And we could yeah, be like, oh, I can't yeah. remember. It's like Scorp- Scorpio, Scorpio Sky. Sky. Maybe Scorpio, Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky a thing now, still. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I just didn't know that was it. He's, it a, was him. he's a co-trainer at the uh, New Japan Dojo. Is he? In LA. In LA, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Dan yeah. McGee will be seeing him soon. Yeah. Yep. Good luck. Watch out for that one, Scorpio. Mm. Um, so, yeah, what's been going on? What, what What's happened since we last recorded this podcast? Well, should I just come out with it? Well, I'd, let's talk. Should we talk about what's happened? Everything but our little exciting, Saturday, funny, hilarious Everything Saturday but morning. Let's, is anything apart from Saturday? Um, what's, what's been going on? Okay, so my mum had a lovely little surprise birthday party on Sunday. How was that? Happy birthday. That was fun. Well, it was not a birthday till December. Oh. But it was like a boat trip. <laughs> so my, when my dad turned 60... So your my mum's mom like the it. queen. <laughs> when when my, when my dad turned 60, my mum did like organised a massive uh, birthday. Um, actually, surprised she weren't invited, actually. Wow. Johnny was there. Tommy was there. Johnny was well, there. Well, Johnny was invited last minute because I was wrestling um, in Bournemouth. And he was like, oh, that sounds good fun. Like, I was going there afterwards. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, why weren't you there? I don't, oh, I don't know. You weren't the only one not there. Don't worry. Well, so, I'm starting to feel that I've, I've missed out. Yeah, it was quite a nice day actually. A few lads were there. And well, I just don't. I can't get over that Johnny was there and I wasn't. Well, Johnny was like a last. I'd phone my mum and go, "Oh, mum, listen, uh, do you mind if Johnny comes?" And she was like, "Oh, of course." So Johnny came. Cost her fifty quid probably. And, uh, and Tommy was there. Tommy was there. Tommy's now wife. I think they were just before they got His married wife as well. Yeah. Plus ones. Yeah, I can't think who else was there. Okay. Was Marty there? Marty might have been there. Or maybe Marty was wrestling, was why he didn't come. Anyway, um, so she did a nice 60th birthday party for him. So it was my mum's 60th. Sorry, I'll yeah, yeah, for my Burnley dad. Shirt my mum did it for my dad. Yeah. I would have bought him a Burnley shirt. Yeah, I'm sure he would have done, yeah. yeah. Um, Probably and a, fake, a fake one. Or one of those ones, like a, you know, like a, uh, uh, just a normal t-shirt with a Burnley yeah. logo printed on. Okay. Mm. I'm sure he'd be That's very what you're grateful. you're missing out on. Yeah, I'll tell him. Mm. It's about six, seven years ago. Now. Eight, six years ago. Is your dad that old? 66 now. Yeah. Well, my oldest brother, he's 40 in a few months. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He'll hate you for saying that. I you? know. Yeah, he, don't he, he doesn't, doesn't listen. He doesn't listen. That's but a your dad, uh, wow, if you want a, uh, if you want to look youthful, mm-hmm. you speak to speak to Mr. S about the uh, the fountain of youth. Hard work, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. Well, he's up, literally, I said it before, he's up 364 days a year at 4am to open his paper shop. And that is like no exaggeration. Every single day except for Christmas Day. Every so often, like every few years, I'll have a couple of days off. But when people say, oh, my dad works so hard, I want to go, nobody works as hard as my dad. Or mum, for that matter. She's up at 5 a.m. every day. Beat and Ca- that. And Calvin will say, shut up, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, he will when he's old enough, maybe. No, because you don't get up. You're probably like a 9 a.m. riser, aren't you? No, because I often work through... So I was having this conversation with um, 
with Chris Roberts yesterday. He said he listened to a podcast with Jerry Jarrett. Okay. And he said, like, if you, and they're asking about success in the wrestling business. And he said, the one thing that you need to be able to do if you, you want to have success in the wrestling business is be prepared to work 24-7 and think about yep. wrestling above all, all else. And that's the kind of work ethic I think may be missing. I, whilst I'm, I'm not professing, like, I like to I like to sleep. I have early nights. Everyone takes a mickey out of Yeah, me. I text you at 9 p.m. and I know I'm not going to get a reply. <laughs> so. yeah. I literally think that. I think, <clears throat> what's the point? Because he's not going to reply yeah, till the true. morning. So... <laughs> get tired what can I say <laughs> but like what I do so like I get to when I get into bed I put my phone on um on nighttime mode but like uh, uh, there's a little work around that which we won't get into because otherwise people will be upsetting me left right and centre um but um but yeah I often take calls like so I, I said like my relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling probably wouldn't exist if it wasn't my ability to pretend to be awake at like three o'clock in the morning Okay. Because of the time difference. So, I mean, I work a lot through nights. I work a lot of late nights. And a lot of the time I get up at super early and work from the early hours. Um, but I do have a degree of flexibility. And if I can help it, I want to have a nice balanced home life. Um, so, yeah. so Calvin will get to see his father. That will be the downfall of Rev Pro. Who knows? Yeah. So, uh, anyway, on Sunday... My dad re- sort of repaid the favour. Uh, we went on a nice boat trip. Probably not the, the same though. Doing it in, I guess, like if you're going to do a boat trip, it's best to do it in in, in July, the summer, in July. Yeah, of, yeah. So it's not till December. A few people bought presents. I didn't. Um, or neither did my brothers or my dad. So it's okay. Was that but awkward though when other people were buying presents? Were you like, a little bit reassure your mum, say, "Oh, you'll get yours in December." <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I did. I told her this morning. Funny enough, yeah. Uh, Auntie Nadia brought presents. Uh, you know, Auntie I Nad. Do. Yeah. yeah. Stayed around our house once. Yeah, and. Um, it was just really nice for four hours, sophisticated eating sandwiches. Was and Auntie Nadia at your um, your dad's party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they all came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't, but yeah. Um, and I spoke to Ian, who might be listening. I told him about the podcast. Who's the husband of one of my second cousins, Laura, and he's a bit of a wrestling fan. So. Is he really? Yeah. So you but he knows be... who he know. He's uh, he said to me, oh, "I've not seen him wrestle, but I know who Marty is." And he knows Will, and he knew about Will and Vader, and um, yeah, so we had wow. a nice chat, actually. Yeah. Nice bloke. Shout out to Ian, thanks for listening. You must be a bit of a, you must like that, make you a bit of a hero. I don't know about that, but we had a nice chat anyway. So it, anyway, nice day Sunday, but come on Andy, let's get to Saturday. It was you haven't asked me what I did with my weekend. Uh, who cares? What okay, whatever. Do? What did you do? Don't worry about it. What did you do? I went to a, uh, a Todd family... Uh, Punch up. A uh, wedding, sorry. Barbecue. Oh, okay. On a, on Sunday. Oh, did you really? Got a wedding this weekend, though. Oh, that's right. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. That's another punch up. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this, does she? Maybe her dad does. Yeah, and he's coming for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a bit nervous now. <laughs> yeah. You've had it. Um, <coughs> no, we, we've got a wedding on uh, on Saturday, yeah. So, Craig's wedding on Friday. Mm. So, big up. To, uh, Big shout out to Craig Almond. Armand. Armand. Armand, sorry. Leno yeah. Lesker. Yeah, Leno Lesker, yeah, the man who we discussed a few weeks ago played the character of Leno Lesker, getting um, married to lovely Kerry. Big, big, big day there. And then unfortunately, I have to follow it up with uh, a wedding. A boxing match. A wedding. A wedding. Okay. <laughs> with my new. Uh, oh, bare knuckle fighting. Which yeah. I know this is like 
jumping from subject to subject. Yes. Right? But I watched the rest of that documentary on Bare Knuckle Fighting. Oh, it's good, isn't it? The, right? the, the, the Scouse. Fella. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. But I actually think, and if you listen back to a TV episode of um, the, where we talked about TV in one of the first weeks of um, of this podcast, podcast yeah. yeah, and I spoke about a documentary that they wanted to make with wrestling where they wanted to focus on the women, the, the wives of the, the wrestlers. Okay. The more I was watching that documentary, the four-part series, the more I was thinking, like, I think this could be the same project that they were talking about before, but they oh, obviously decided think? to go with bare knuckle okay. boxing instead of wrestling. Yeah, which is obviously yeah. A, a much more interesting. Like in terms, well, it's of just like, real, isn't it? In, Do you in, know what I mean? In terms so. of controversy as well, yeah. Because like, That's but true. like, but what they were explaining to me was they wanted to see the reaction to the wives as the um, as the wrestlers went out to to fight. You know, mm-hmm. are they worried about them, etc.? And do some of them come on the road with them? And you know. And like when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, maybe that's what I can't confirm or deny." But it, it seems like that really could have been what, one of the initial ideas. It could have been about wrestlers' wives, right? Yeah, that concept that, became yeah, that, that maybe. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what you often see, you know. And that whole episode was about the transformation of, of an, one idea to another. When we spoke about celebrity wrestling, what it was pitched as originally to what it wound up becoming. Sure. So, um, so yeah, I just thought that was kind of quite interesting. Okay. Anyway, as we're talking about punch-ups and, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Cool, you'll have to let me know who wins on uh, oh, wow. when I see you Sunday. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's just going to be a nice family occasion. Yep. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so we went to... A barbecue. A barbecue. Well, I was going to go back to Saturday. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm glad, I'm glad we're I'm moving on, yeah. I'm literally over that now. Okay. We'll, we'll move on. I don't really care about sharing my life with people. No. Um, but sometimes it's nice to get it off your chest. Mm-hmm. And something which we had to get off our chests straight away. <laughs> Couldn't contain our excitement <laughs> before we could share it with the world. We became we became little boys again, didn't we? <laughs> we did on Saturday. Yeah. Um, just another just another Saturday at the Portsmouth School of Wrestling. Yep. And uh, what, who's got, what are you going to say? Well, I'm I kind of feel like I was the one who tweaked you. S- so anyway, this happened. Uh, we ran our juniors class from half ten till midday, and um, and there's one kid there called Macaulay. And his dad runs the Fratton Gym. Big shout out to Fratton Gym. Good little, you know, real old school gym. His dad, Dave, runs the gym over the road. And anyway, Macaulay, I was sat with Macaulay talking to him, waiting for his dad to turn up. And his dad turns up to pick him up. And uh, Macaulay approaches his dad. I went, hi, Dave. And then I'm now stood next to Curtis. And I'll swear for a context of quotation, I went, holy shit, that's Goldberg. And Bill Goldberg <laughs> popped into our wrestling school. The Bill Goldberg... And um, yeah, it was just so, hilarious, so, wasn't it? So from my perspective, <laughs> I saw, so I was stood on the door, yeah. like a little doorman. <laughs> I was stood on the door. Oh, but he was terrified. Literally, yeah, I was going to smash him up. Yeah. No, I stood on the door and I saw Dave come in uh-huh. and he had the guy next to him that looked exactly the same as Goldberg. Mm. And I was I like, my, my, my mouth opened mm. and I was like, no. And I kind of followed, my head followed it round the corner. Yeah. And then I heard him speak mm-hmm. and I was like, my God, it is Goldberg. Is Goldberg. Yeah, and then like, and then I, and then like, a, um, I all the mums were, had kind of had the same because all the yeah. kids were leaving, leaving as he was coming, as he was in. coming in, yes. right? And all the mums were having the same kind of reaction, and it was funny because it was the exact same reaction I had, where he walked past, and then it was like three, two, one. Oh my God, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that, and like, you literally saw him like dominoes all turning round, and they all come in running up to me, going, "Is that Goldberg? Is that? Can we have a picture?" I, was like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't I know. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, and then we went into the uh, 
we went, I, I then walked into the school kind of a bit gingerly because I didn't want to kind of like, uh, I don't know, I didn't, I felt like I was just totally scared. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it was like one of well, those. We were just unprepared, not unprepared. And like I said it like this, I said to my mum, I said I wasn't particularly starstruck, but I was just shocked. It was a, it was a weirdest scenario yeah, it ever, was like, it? why is yeah. Goldberg stood in my, you know, I want to say, I was going to say dumper wrestling school, but it's not that bad. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But like I was, why is Goldberg here? And uh, yeah, so anyway, he offered to jump in the ring, didn't he, and show us how to do a spear. Yeah, absolutely. And that was crazy as well, because like, again, when he came, I figured, and I kind of clocked that he's with Dave, and I guess that, you know, he's just probably been with him and come yeah. to say hello. I was like, oh, Dave's mates with Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> he's never no, mentioned that, that before. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, yeah, he, he literally, uh, yeah, he got in the ring, which I didn't think he would do. Like, I... I assume it was like straight away. He just said to yeah, McCauley, "The backpack said. was off, wasn't yeah, it? He had a bag yeah. with him, didn't he? He yeah. took the bag off yeah. in the ring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I'm sat there petrified. Like, oh God, don't tell me the top rope will break <laughs> while he's leaning on the top rope. Or, you know, oh, we are the ones that ended Goldberg. But <laughs> yeah, it couldn't have gone. It couldn't have gone any better. But we have missed one minor point, which I think was another. He was very good at teaching and saying verbally life lessons. Yeah. And what's the first thing he said? Because everyone got their phones out. Put your phones away. Live in the moment. Yeah, yeah. We're going to live in the moment. So. Yeah. So, because everyone got their phones out. All the mums got their phone out to video him because he said he demonstrated a spear. Yeah. And uh, told us, because we had the juniors class. Keep that in mind. It was the, predominantly the juniors class who were sort of age seven, 11. Is, well, seven, yeah. seven up to 14. But really, I think most it? of them so are like the oldest because yeah. some of the youngers leave earlier. Yeah. And they, of course, unfortunately missed out. Yeah. And uh, so I'd say it's probably the 10, 11, 12-year-olds. And uh, he said... He got Dave's son to demonstrate a spear, and he said, oh, that, that was, that was rough. He said it in jest. He was like, oh, that wasn't very good. That sucks, or something like that, he said. Uh, and he said, do you want me to show you how to do it properly? He got in the ring. He speared a couple of the lads. And then, uh, yeah, but before that, he said, put your phones away. We're going to live in the moment. Yep. And, and we I, did. We lived in the moment, didn't, didn't we? we? Yeah, yeah, we certainly did. And he gave up nearly an hour of his time yeah. and talked everything yeah. from... WrestleMania to Brock Lesnar uh, because all the kids were asking questions and of course us as adults we have our sort of wrestling I say this in quotation marks wrestling insider questions but not like and what, the, what and, the politics like and, and, and like I'd say when it comes to this Q&A situation it's almost like wrestler snobbery yeah. right? but what I'd say about the kids is there's a real innocence to them and the questions they ask and um, as a result I think it was a much better experience because he was asked questions like like I don't know. Like he was asked questions that people wouldn't wouldn't think to ask because they were too embarrassed to ask. Right. So like, yeah. So if he's doing an evening with Goldberg, there's no way they're gonna anyone's gonna ask. You know, the, what was it like to wrestle Gold, uh, Brock Lesnar? Or yeah, was yeah. one of the questions. Was it, yeah. Yeah. You know. So um, so it was. I think. I think. Um, and again, I only met the man very briefly, but he seemed to enjoy that. I think it was a bit of yeah. a change of pace, and it was all his idea. He kind of held the room. And said, does anyone have any questions they'd like to ask me? And all these little arms shoot up. And I'm thinking, oh, God, what are they going to ask? One of them said, what did you think of Gilberg? Which was <laughs> It was a good question, though, yeah, wasn't I it? I guess it was, yeah. yeah. And he said, oh, I hated him. But then after, you know, I met him a couple of years later. And yeah, I said, and, oh. he, and he said he's pleased that he was able to help him make a living. Yeah, so, yeah. So, nice. but, but couldn't have been a nicer fellow, could he? Took pictures of all the mums, all the kids. With us. With us, yeah. So. If you haven't seen it. Check out my Instagram. I'll tweet it tonight as well. Um, so, and the one thing that I found that, you know, and I've spoken before about, uh, we need to do, uh, with our podcast, we need to do Wrestlers at a Dick's Part 2. Mm -hmm. Because we started that and we didn't 
really yeah. finish it off because there's just turns out there's so many of those in the, in the <laughs> world. However, um, I think Goldberg's the complete opposite of that. Like he's like, you know, you you might have heard stories about him from people back in the day but i think those stories were based upon people who just felt like he hadn't paid his dues and just came in and made loads of money but then he also generated loads of money so i've never understood that logic of people who you know when someone comes in from the outside and brings in so like you saw when the rock came back as an example yes you heard a few vocal people saying you know like it's not fair the rock comes in and becomes the main event of his show and etc but i feel like when The Rock came in, he generated so much extra money, bought so many new eyeballs to the the product that he deserved nothing but the main event of a show and the, to be paid the most money and to have all this billion. And, and and I feel that Goldberg in his WCW run was exactly the same in terms of like, he might not have been around for a long time, but he certainly was a game changer when it came to business, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, so I think that might be where some horrible stories came from, almost a resentment of, of what he uh, was able to achieve in such a short amount of time. And the fact that he'll even openly admit that... He was never in love with the wrestling business, but who Goldberg? Yeah, Goldberg. Yeah, he said, yeah. didn't he? He said his thing was, was he wanted football. to be an American football player. Yeah, um, and he said when they were at the Georgia Dome when he won the belt, he said all the football players wanted to be him, but he wanted to be a football player. But and the fact that all the football players wanted to be him, that was that kind of made it. His that was the best moment of his career up to that point. Yeah, because the people he looked up to and his heroes mm -hmm. wanted to be him. Sure. So, and that's what wrestling was able to give to him. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, and, and what I also thought was great and, and very interesting as well was the fact that he's using his position to help people and to, to spread a positive impact. And that he spoke about, um, you know, how his strong views on parenting and, and looking after his son and making sure his son's brought up the right way. Um, and, and you really got a sense of him trying to pass that message of uh, uh, of goodwill and uh, across to the kids what the, what the, that were there. The and, manners. And he kept the, using the manners, that yeah. manners. Yeah, and, um, and, and one thing um, that he said to us as well as he was leaving was uh, he said to us, he's like, you've got a responsibility to these kids. And he's like, I'm being serious. You've got a responsibility. You need to look after them. They'll listen to you, which kind of, that stuck with me mm. a lot because the reality of the situation is they will listen to us more than they'll listen to, you know, their teachers at school. Or Maybe, their, yeah. You know, so we do have, with the, with the junior class, we really, uh, specifically, I know like obviously with the adult class, you know, the likes of Dan McGee really looks up to me. Um, and, mm. uh, you know, James Castle looks up to you. Um, Does he, Zoe? Uh, yeah. Okay. So he's a spoiler there. <laughs> so, you know, we've got, we have, you know, in the adult class, people who look up to us and, and, and we can kind of, you know, be, I don't want to say role models, but, <laughs> but, you know, we can guide, help guide them and give advice and whatever have you. But the kids more than ever, you know, more than anything, they, they kind of, they think we're a lot better than we are, don't they? <laughs> well, I like to think they do. Um, yeah, I said, oh, I nearly wanted to say, I didn't want to say, but I, in hindsight, I was, have you met Stevie? <laughs> you know, and he says, oh, these kids look up to you. They'll, 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 yeah. Whatever. yeah. So, yeah, he's just one of the naughty ones. He didn't meet Stevie, though, because Stevie actually left early. <laughs> Stevie he? missed it all, yeah. yeah. So, um, cool. Anyway, so that was our fun little Saturday, nice little adventure. Surreal and great. Yeah. So, thank you, Goldberg. Yeah, thanks, for go thanks Goldberg. And, oh, we need to add as well, I think the highlight of the whole... Um, highlight the whole situation I think what the buff wasn't there was well not just buff <laughs> a lot of people weren't there because yes. like you know and uh, the highlight of my situation were was being able to text pictures of people to of Goldberg to people 
and write horrible things. Yeah, and say, where were you? That's what I said. Where yeah. were you? Where were Linsky you? hit the roof. Obviously, um, like, like we've planned it and stitched him up. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can't come Comic-Con anymore. I was like, it's not like I knew he was coming. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, it was a very good experience. And like you say, always be prepared. Never miss a training session because you never know who might just turn up. Exactly. exactly. Opportunities I said don't to, always uh, arise like this. I said to someone else, it was a bit more exciting than the time PN News turned up. <laughs> yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that, yeah. Yeah, that is similar though, isn't it? Yeah. But, but to me, I was up. like, oh my yeah. God, PN News. I mean, I met him a million times, but it was funny. Yeah. That he just rocked up, didn't yeah, he? he just rocked up, yeah. Two WCW legends. <laughs> exactly. If there was a WCW Hall of Fame, they'd both be in it, I'm sure of it. Oh, that's a funny comparison. Um, so yeah, so we've, we're going to move nicely on to... Uh, someone who wasn't there. Someone who wasn't there, certainly missed out. And... Actually, both the extras in this room missed out. Mm. Um, and we're going to talk to the stardom wrestling superstar who's going to give her story, Zoe Lucas. Hello, Zoe. Hello. So, Zoe Lucas, thank you so much for joining joining us uh, on the A-Squared Circle Wrestling Podcast. You, uh, you're only the, what is she, the third guest? The third official guest. Uh, Dean, Kieran. No, not Dean, sorry. Kieran. Second guest? Second, yeah. It's just Linsky. Linsky. Of course, Linsky. Oh. Yeah, third. Okay, well done, Zoe. Third official. We had a few, we had a few fly-ins uh, when we were live in Southampton. Oh, we yeah. should probably replicate that podcast as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Someone called it the red carpet edition of the podcast. I'd say. Yeah, so okay. it's like we're, we're, we're on the red carpet and we're, we're discussing the hustle and bustle of a show. And oh my God, mm. Aussie Opens, Mark Davis walks by. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, Zoe. So how's it going? Good. I just walked in from the other room. Cool. So I walked by. That's kind of like a. And we forced you to do it, didn't we? Yeah. You're like, oh, I better text my boyfriend, ask him permission. (laughs) Did not ask permission. (laughs) Has he said it's okay? No, he's not got back to me. Oh. Oh, I don't know if I can do it yet. Another one of those where you get in trouble later. (laughs) It's all good because there's uh, there's no topic which uh, we're going to discuss which isn't something that you'll be more than happy to share with friends. And by friends, we mean the thousands of listeners Mm. around the world. So we do have people from around the world listening. So hopefully, with uh, with your international influence, Zoe, we can get a few <laughs> more. A few more. I'll I'll do do yeah, we didn't think about this before. So um, Zoe, tell me about yourself. Myself. Yeah. What's your What was your What's your background in life? In life. Give us yes. a four one one. Four one one. I am been dancer since I was like. Okay. Can you stop filling your keys? <laughs> it's going to get caught on camera uh, on audio. Audio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I was a dancer since I was like six. Okay. And what do you specialise in? A ballet. ballet. Your pushy parents, is that? Well, like, my mum kind of used dance as a distraction because I'd watch wrestling with my, pe- my um, brothers. I got two older brothers. Okay. So and what was the first wrestling match? When did you start watching wrestling? Uh, so around about time six. So like, two, no, not 2000. Like 1998. Oh, so you're fresh. It makes me feel old, yeah. <laughs> but you're fresh into the the attitude era. Would have been yeah. So like yeah. the only women's matches I saw were bra and panty matches. Oh, okay, that explains a lot. Mm. <laughs> so when I had a friend called Aviv, and we used to tease him and call him corporate min- corporate ministry boy. 
Have I told it? I don't know. It's only a no. little story. Corporate ministry boy, we called him because he got into the WWF right around the time of the corporate ministry. <laughs> so we're like, that's like brand new. So this was going back it's a 10, 12 plus years. So yeah, we called him corporate ministry boy. He's probably boy. someone who was like frustratingly like hadn't turned the TV on like wrestling on Monday. On Tuesday, decided he wanted to be a pro wrestler. Yeah. And on Wednesday, he was like the best wrestler Just in the, the club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, corporate you, ministry girl. Yeah. Well, I'd say it's a bit pre-corporate I was trying to think oh, of something really? for, you could be Oddities Girl because that was like you know the Oddities are did you remember those yeah yeah um, don't tell D- me you don't remember them I, of course <laughs> I remember them okay but I'm thinking like you'd be like DX wouldn't you yeah Triple H is DX when you DX yeah yeah so I no. funny oh Triple H DX yeah. of X-Pac and yeah yeah Pac so you'll be like the DX, DX 2.0 the second yeah. version okay. yeah because I remember when Shawn Michaels like came back into DX and I didn't know who Shawn Michaels was okay. at the time and I was just like Who's this guy? He's nobody. He's trying to be Triple H. Like, mm. why is he... Triple who? Triple H. Yeah, Triple who? Triple H. Let's open that up quickly. <laughs> is it H or is it H? I say H. H. Lillian Garcia H. does not say Triple H, does she? It's Triple H. <laughs> anyway, carry on, Zoe. Triple H. So, yeah, I just thought Shawn Michaels was this wannabe Triple H guy who's never yeah. going to be anything. Okay. But then, obviously, later on, I found out. Mm. He's Legend. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So that's your sort of like. So you're you're a ballet dancer who likes WWF because you've got older brother. Two older brothers. Two older brothers. Okay. Why have we never met them? Because they live in Norfolk with the rest of my family. Have they ever come to watch you wrestle? No. Wow. There's there's like twenty quid we're missing out on <laughs> right now. Yeah. My brothers come watch me all the time. Um. So, uh, yeah. So, ballet wrestling. Many people would say they go hand in hand with one another. So. How did you get involved in wrestling? So, I'll ask this question. At what age did you think, that's something I want to do and... Because I want to be a wrestler when I was seven, but you don't really even know what that means. Yeah. So, like, when were you like, oh, I'm actually going to look this up. I've got this thing called the internet that's going to give me some answers. I'm going to pursue this. 2011 was when I first thought maybe I could do this. Okay, and how old were you then? 20... uh, I'm really bad at maths. What year were you born in? I was 19. Okay, well okay. done. <laughs> okay. So you're 19 years old <coughs> and you're thinking, oh, I want to get, I want to be a WWE diva or something. Yeah. Okay. And then... And was that what you wanted to be? Like, so, because obviously you say you were watching WWF. That was your go-to wrestling. So when you were watching women's wrestling, was that your only knowledge of women's wrestling, the WWE divas? WWE divas were my own only knowledge, yeah. And then, like, um, so my boyfriend at the time used to be a wrestler when he was younger and he was just like oh that's not wrestling if you want wrestling you need to youtube people like uh the knights and stuff like this this is british wrestling this is what you're going to get into if you're going to get into wrestling and that was another what was his name again uh his name was carl moore he was wrestling when he was like i think he used to wrestle, train with like marty and that back in is he not the australian lad no oh okay <laughs> Oh, touch the subject. Okay, cool. All right, I didn't know she had three wrestler boyfriends, though. He was a musician when I met him. Oh, okay, so cool. Yeah. So oh, was, it, was it just a coincidence that he was into wrestling then? Yeah. And he was like, oh, I used to be a wrestler. I was like, oh, cool, you used to wrestle in your back garden and stuff. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. But then. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> so you've got a boyfriend who's a wrestler. You dump him, you get with another boyfriend that's a wrestler. And uh, what are you putting that face for? What a face. <laughs> uh, okay, so, so you decide you want to be a wrestler, and you um, you look up a wrestling school? 
you looked up the Knights, did you? Or you looked up something that was more local to you? Uh, so, one of his friends, uh, Jimmy Starr, who runs Falling Shout Star Wrestling. Shout out to Jimmy Starr. <laughs> Good man. Uh, Falling, Star, Falling Star Wrestling in King's Lynn in Norfolk. Yes. So, I went to a few of his seminars because I was uh, at university in Guildford. Oh, so, okay. I used to go up there like a few times a year. But then I was like, I to see if I liked it or not. Um, I enjoyed it, but like obviously it's too far mm-hmm. for me to go. And then it took me like another three years until I found Rev Pro. I've got some questions, Zoe. Okay. So I saw a video you posted where you were a manager. Yes. Tell me about that. I was a manager for Rich Parliament. Oh, Richard I know Parliament. him. Yeah, Richard yeah. Parliament. He, yeah. Got, he had a little bit of heat going for a little bit, didn't he? What yeah. Was he, why, he was why, on British Bootcamp. Oh, was it, yeah, but also he was wasn't he in the papers as well? Like for being, wasn't he? Or was it Richard? I'm thinking. Nah, you're good. thinking of the other lad. Yeah, he was the Queen's Guard. Or yeah, something. that's who I was thinking yeah. about. So Richard Parliament was on British boot camp. Yeah, yeah. I was a yeah I was a cheerleader because that's what my background is. Mm-hmm. Um, for Rich Parliament against Terry Fraser. Oh, oh, <laughs> see Terry on Friday at the wedding. Wait. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. We're telling him all about this podcast. And you can download it, listen to it on the way home. <laughs> so, so how was that? Uh, Nerve wracking because obviously I've been in front of people before. Okay, I've been on stage millions of times. Was he a bit like, oh, I've been stuck with this girl. I don't even know. No, he's actually really nice. Like, was he was yeah? like, cool. So I'm gonna get in your face and stuff like this. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. Like just whatever. Yeah. So how did it come about? Were you just? I was at the training seminar. That, um, so we did like sh- little training classes before shows? Yeah, so it was okay. like a training seminar and then the show was in the evening. Um, and they were like, oh, if you like, before I like turned up, they were like, oh, if you bring stuff, then you might be on the show, you might not be on the show. And I was thinking, I've had two seminars. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'm getting on a show. <laughs> Lo and behold, um, British wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Stick her on. I was a valet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And you enjoyed that experience enough to think, oh, I could do this again. Yeah. Okay. Right, cool. So uh, it took a few years to eventually find us down in Portsmouth. Yeah, find the nerve to come. Oh, really? So you yeah. knew about it, but you were too scared. Yeah, I think I emailed Andy a few times before being like, oh, it's okay. How do I... Like, oh, give me a reason not to come. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's a typical <laughs> recurring theme we have from a lot of people. And it's about building up the courage to step through the door for your first session. Yeah. I'm glad you're here <laughs> and you've openly said that, you know, you had those concerns, those fears. And... Very much what I get, and I get a kind of sense of when I'm speaking to someone, I can't specifically remember you per se, but like I get a sense of when I'm speaking to someone when they're looking for an out, when they're, what they're asking. So I imagine yeah. you would have said something like, oh, I live in Guildford, it's quite a way to travel. Would that have been something you um, might have said? I don't think I said that. I think I was like, I live in Guildford, because I remember on the website, um, it being like, oh, contact us if you need any more information. So I was just like... Yeah, it's always a mistake, oh. that line. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, I live in Guildford. Just wondering, like... even though. Do you tra- accept people from Guildford? <laughs> yeah, basically. No. <laughs> okay. So, do, so do we, do, did we communicate via email? We did, yeah. Oh, Only okay. a little bit. What's your email, Zoe? Put that on the air. Let's not. <laughs> oh, wow, look. You got it. This is the first, uh, the first email Zoe ever sent to oh, me. God. Give me a date. <laughs> uh, Give me a date first. It was... The 7th of April, mm. 2014. I came in August, so it didn't take me too long. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. So I was interested in starting wrestling training and was looking for some more information. I've had a few seminars with Falling Star in Norfolk, but I was looking for something closer to home. 
and you were recommended to me, so I was hoping you could help. Thanks in advance. Kind regards. Zoe, who would have known Very that well was a, <laughs> Who would have known that was the start? Yeah, uh, Tom Chamberlain actually recommended. Did he? Oh, I like Tom. Seeing Tom yeah. Friday as well. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's getting a shout we'll out. We'll pass on your regards. <laughs> um, interesting. Because after that, I'd we only had like one reply. Oh. It looks like. Well, I replied to you and I said, do you have any specific questions you'd like to ask? No. <laughs> Nothing. And that was Nothing. it, was it? Yeah, so I, was, I said, like, all the information can be found here. You'd be more than welcome to come along to our sessions. Uh, do you have any specific questions you'd like to ask? And it looks like that was our last communication. It's turned up. Before, after that, it looks like I'm just telling you off. Yeah, sounds about uh, right. <laughs> 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 all right, so, so, eventually, so it took you four months to pluck up the courage yep. to come down. You obviously yep. got the train down because you're one of them newbies that don't drive. Yeah. Um, two hours on the train. Two hours on the train. You just told us you paced up and down the road for two hours or what, something. Like 40 minutes. Oh, okay, 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> two hours is a better story. Um, and then you couldn't find the unit that we were that we're in. No, because it's really hard to find. It, yeah. If you it's don't know not. where it is. The well, we say it's hard to find the first time. So, like, But I always give people instruction of look for the yellow self-storage unit. And I remember you when, you get there, when you get there, let us know. We can send someone out to meet you. The first time it can be quite difficult to find. Once you found it once, obviously. Mm. Easy. I it, When I very first went to Mark's place, I want to say it, but you could just hear people going bang, bang, bang on the ring. Not shouting here, it was bumps in the ring. I feel I must be in there. <laughs> so, if you want to find it, you can find it. So, Andy, you called Andy, you said, yep. please help me. And a devilishly handsome, muscular I legend. <laughs> I actually remember the date. So, just out of interest, okay. was I not there when you got there? Yeah, you weren't there. And then I got there a bit later. Yeah. Do you know what happened on that day? Go on. So, we had Selsey during the daytime. Yes. Right? And I left my hoodie at Bun Leisure with my keys and, like, my... Well, essentially, my keys and my wallet in. Right. And we got back to Portsmouth. And when we got back to Portsmouth, I was like... I, and it wasn't even until we got to a training school. I think we went out for food afterwards. The shows were a bit later then. Yeah. And then we went for food and came to a training school. And it wasn't until we got to a training school I realised then I had to go back to Selsey. You're like, baby and ball, turn this the, car the around. Baby, the baby <laughs> ball, Luke Patterell. That was Luke, was it? Yeah, he, yeah. he, he, took, me, he took me back to Selsey. And uh, unfortunately, they had my keys. So luckily, Zoe, like, they had my keys. So when I met you... I was nice to you because if they hadn't, <laughs> if they hadn't had my keys, I probably would have been in a foul mood. So anyway, that's just a sub sub story <laughs> there. So, um, so I sent Andy out to come and get you. Yep, you're like someone who looks like a wrestler is going to come out and meet you out the front, and then there you go. Ah. And, and what did like you say? What did you say? What came out? I was like, All right. a generic '80s wrestler just walked wow. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you made that joke earlier. It wasn't funny then. <laughs> But like you had like your gear on, obviously, because you'd just been done Selzy. Yeah, you but had like yeah, but I'm not a smelly boy, like we discussed a couple of weeks ago. Like I kept my gear on because we were. He doesn't know because he has no sense. Yeah, of I smell. don't have no sense of smell. But uh, we were training, and I thought, well, yeah. I might as well keep my boots on and stuff. So, yeah, just, so in case, just in case any new people turn up, then I can show them that I'm a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was just show like the, the bright white boots with the string gold gym vest. Mm -hmm. And then you had your little, uh, like, the black paint on your face. Oh, yeah. Okay. As well. So I was like, with headphones in as well. So I was like, stereotypical. There you go. Wrestler. Wrestler. Yeah. See, made a good first impression. <laughs> and what were your first awesome. impressions? What, um, the school or me? Whatever school. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess you can be included in that. 
um, it was really good because like I remember. So I just done like uh, before just normal warm ups like run around the ring, kind of do a few sit ups and squats and stuff. And so it was like when I came in and it was just like you're doing a hundred squats, which would oh. just been introduced to us by Mr. Fergal Devitt. I know I literally missed that by like. A week or two. Yeah, a couple of people did actually yeah. miss that by a couple of. I think Dan McGee was the other one. Like you missed Goldberg by a day or two. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I'm, billi- I'm I'm willing to put money on neither, and we'll step foot in back in our wrestling school. <laughs> so you've really missed out there. Um, okay, so uh, so so obviously no one wants to hear about whether you could bump or not, but uh, you learned how to wrestle. Then you had your first run out at um, my first show that I did again. I valeted for Bros Clay with my friend. You were his cheerleader. I yeah. was. You, you were the UK Funkadactyls. Yeah. I remember yeah, I put you, you on the uh, yeah. you on the banner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, UK Funkadactyls. Cool. So I bet that's very exciting. But I don't want to hear about the time you wrestled Zan Phoenix. But or that was probably a cool experience. So tell us a bit about that. It was um, amazing. I uh, don't want like to brag, but uh, Bruce Clay said we were better than the original Funkadactyls. Well, I'm sure. Did Na- he really? I'm sure Naomi had a thing no. or two to say about that. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so. I'll ask you this: Was were you? And a lot of people would sort of deny this, I think. And you can deny it if it's not true. I'll take your word for it. But were you like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. Like, I'm going to be Broder's Clay's cheerleader. Or were you just really not that bothered either No, yeah, way? I, was, I was buzzing. Like, oh, I yeah, you were like, because you oh, knew who he was. Yeah. And, was okay, like, all right. And what about your friend Lucy? She's she, like, she doesn't know wrestling. She, like, watched a few episodes of Total Divas with me. Okay. But other than that. Okay. Yeah. So she you were like, you see that Naomi and... Um, <laughs> Cameron. Cameron. We're going to be like them too. Yeah. And okay. I was like, this is the routine. I've got it down. This mm-hmm. is what we're doing. Right. Okay. That's quite nice to know we, you were up for it. Um, uh, okay. So, so yeah, like I said, I don't want to hear about your matches with anyone, but what a lot of people I think would be interested in, the most interesting thing you've done in your career, bar being a valet to Brothers Clay, <laughs> was you've gone on two tours to Japan. I have. So we don't have an hour, but oh. give us a rundown how it all came about, um, what, what, just what it's like, because you train there as well. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's go with the honest answer of how it all came about. And yeah, let's go with that. Okay. Uh, so I'm pretty sure I was at, like, at work. Okay. And I got a text saying, fancy coming to Japan. Okay. From uh, <laughs> Literally, it was just that, fancy coming to Japan. Um and it was from Stardom Twitter account that I followed. Okay. But you can never really be too sure if So it there's is. the first, but can I just point okay. out the first thing there? So despite how random that message yeah. was, right, this is why I say you should always follow people. Now, someone had a conversation with, uh, like, a, some, like so basically, someone messaged me from within WWE and said, can you pass this message on to so-and-so because they don't follow me on Twitter, Right. And obviously I passed the message on, but I was like, why would you not follow this? Do you know what I mean? Like, why would you not follow that person on Twitter? Okay. Yeah. So. I was going to guess who it was then, but. It's probably work. not on the air. Yeah. But, yeah. It, was, <laughs> but it, was, it was, it was William Regal was a, was a, was a person. Yeah. person. But like, he said. I follow can, Regal he so said, he can message me if he wants. But you okay. know. He's <laughs> listening, don't worry. But he said, uh, well, spies are listening. Mm. <laughs> 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 but he said, you know, can you message so-and-so and let them know something? Because they don't follow me on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, sure, no problem. But then I was like, why the aren't you following him? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's a good job that you're following him. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like it it just makes sense. So don't try and be like, Oh, I can only have I can only be following so many people if so many people are following me. Like if there's someone who within the industry or a company that you should be following, um, and it enables them to direct message you, you should probably 
be oh. following them. So there's just a little bit of uh, social media advice for you. I mean, ratios are important, so <laughs> just so just unfollow your mates. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So cool. So you got this message. You were like, "Do you want to come to Japan?" And you said, "No." Yes. Oh right. <laughs> I said yes. I was a bit worried because obviously you never know who people are. Like, I can claim to be Alexa Bliss doesn't mean I'm Alexa Bliss. No, Do you know what I mean? it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, sure, uh, I'd love to. Um, not thinking it'd be right away, but being like, oh yeah, I'd love to in the future. That's one of my goals. And they're like, cool. And this was like December 2015. They're like, no, so about 2016. 2016. 16. Sorry. Okay, yeah. yeah. And. Uh, um, they're like, cool. Uh, how about February? So like. And this was DM or was this? This is direct message on Twitter. Okay. Slipped into the DM. <laughs> okay. So they were like, they had a girl planned, um, but for some reason, like her boyfriend didn't want her to go. So. And who was that then? I didn't know who it was at the time. I could guess. Oh, you don't. You still don't know who it is. I have my theory of who. It I is don't. Now. I don't think I know who it is. Do you know who it is? I I don't know. I've not got a clue. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry, well, guys. Thought we had a scoop. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but that's a that's a good example there, though, isn't it? Um, what you said. So her boyfriend wasn't didn't want her to go. Yeah. So like. So she didn't go. She threw so away she her dream. Go. Threw away. So and I got it. Um, okay. I clamped. Like. Yeah. Why not? That, like. So that's mine. Matter, but that's yeah, a, cool. but that's that's life. That's wrestling. But like that's the thing as well. They say with with wrestling, you need to be ready and willing to take advantage of any opportunity which is presented your way. Um, and. Uh, and I always say, and it's, it's kind of almost like a, it's turned into a bit of a sales pitch with Revolution Pro Wrestling when we put guys in matches. And especially when it's like a last minute replacement or something like that, it's always like, all we do at Revolution Pro Wrestling is give wrestlers an opportunity and it's up to them whether they take it and make the most of that opportunity. So, you know, I, I, it's, you know, I don't, like a lot of people say like, oh, you know, Will Ospreay, it's because of Rev Pro, Will Ospreay got to New Japan. Not true. It's because of Will Ospreay he got to New Japan he just took advantage of an opportunity which we granted him and you know that's all it's all on him so it's about making the most of those opportunities which come your way and never never letting go of those opportunities and i'm sure we can all think about times when um when in our wrestling careers and lives in general when there's stuff that we look back and think oh if i'd done that Mm. (laughs) then i could have wound up somewhere different and like if only i'd done that so. so that person who turned down that tour, yep. whether or not they know that you were the sort of second, not a bad way, the second choice. I'm okay being second choice. I yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. That's the point we're making. We'd be bloody 10th choice. <laughs> you should go. I could have been. Yeah. Well, you might well I have been. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so you know, now you've been uh, twice. You've had that experience. Yep. Um, so, all right. So, bang. They've, they've messaged you in December. It's now February. You're, uh, they've said, how about February? So you go in February. Is that right? Yep. Uh, it's 2nd of February. For how long? I went for... Just over two months. Okay. Two and a half months. And you touched down Japan. Hey, who paid you for your flight? They did. Okay, just clarifying that. Why would I pay for my own flight? Oh, you'd be amazed at how many people do. So oh. there's a, yeah. no, but also there's a there's an undercurrent of people who um who have this deal. So like again, there's a, there's different sides of a coin. I'm not looking to start any kind of any kind of uh, feuds here. <laughs> but it's not like you. But wow. Wow. It's a joke. Go on. There's nothing wrong with paying so, for your flight. So, so, okay. Don't be careful what you say because you'll get taken out of context. Okay. And all, so, so I'm of two schools of thought. So, first and foremost, in any form of education, you have to pay. So, if you're going on almost a learning excursion, so to speak, 
I wouldn't blame anyone for, for investing money in themselves and betting on themselves and paying for that opportunity to go and do something. If you speak to Finn Balor, um, Fergal Devitt, Prince Devitt, he will tell you openly that he paid to go to America so he could be around the New Japan LA system that was going on at the time, um, which led him directly going to New Japan Pro Wrestling. And if he hadn't made that opportunity for himself by buying those flights and going over there, then, you know, things would have been completely different for him. Um, so I personally believe in that respect, there's nothing wrong with paying for your own flights at all. It's just part of a learning experience. I think a lot of people kind of use that to twist things a lot. So there's a lot of people who are kind of bitter slash jealous um, and again, it goes back to which we talked about from the start of this podcast, I believe, uh, the old British mentality of, you know, rather than looking at other people's success and being happy for it and saying, well, you know, look at this person going off to America and waving the British wrestling flag and showing what great wrestlers that we have in Britain. Instead of saying that, they try to slag it off and say, well, they paid for their, they paid their own way. They're not getting paid to be out there and they use it. They knock other people to build themselves like to make themselves feel better i guess yeah um, i'm and some uh, people may some people may not get it at all some people might not might not think that it's it's feasibly possible for a japanese promotion to be like right let's fly over this unknown yeah girl. they might just but know, like, not know the system but the business is, yeah. the business has changed a lot yeah. you know there's a, there's a lot of guys that fly over for my shows um that you know people be like why are you spending airfare on these people for like people don't know who they are and it's like it's a different audience oh, I say that all the time I know you do <laughs> no so uh, so the first time I used Tanahashi Andy over here was like no I he? wasn't <laughs> no I might have said who is he but I know I'm very aware of who he is now um, but uh, so the two two sides two trains of thought on this right so PNU's who funny enough we mentioned earlier he said this in an all-star locker room about 12 years ago he said the problem with England and this was at the time he said there's no opportunity Okay, so basically what he's saying is there's nowhere to make real money in wrestling. Okay, and again, times have changed, but that's not what we're talking about. Uh, places to go to make money and to be successful um, is America and Japan. So I hear stories nowadays of wrestlers paying their own way to go wrestle in Italy and things like that. Or they go to Italy and they go for zero pounds. They just want to be able to say to their mates, Oh, look, look, mum, I'm, I'm wrestling in Italy, which... If I'm honest, I think it's absurd because I was I was part of a movement ten years ago when Italy was doing really well and we were getting paid good far more money, like two or three times what we're getting paid here. Still not good money in the real world of like if I was a businessman yeah. and they wanted me to go to Italy for two days, you know, it wasn't comparable to that. But so but in terms of like if someone was like, Oh, I'm gonna go to uh the LA dojo, like Dan is, fine. Go create these opportunities for yourself, but you'll get no opportunity. You get nothing from wrestling in Italy apart from patting yourself on the back. Yeah, and, but I mean, and again, you, you need to be able to look at everything in context because I say context is all. That's what I say more than anything. Context is all, which like, really upsets me when I get taken out of context. But you look at someone like a Pete Dunn or a Mark Andrews, they'll openly tell you they paid their way to America many times before um, as they were learning their craft and they they... Talk, they took it like a learning excursion they made contacts they got uh you know they went to seminars out there they you know yes they were on shows out there um that they'd obviously paid to get to but it was all what all a big part of them becoming who they are 
to this day. So I think that, yeah. like, so again, it's, it's all in context because, like, it, you can look at it and say, well, they were wrestling in front of not many people. They were wrestling, like, not that many est- that well-established names. They paid their flight over there. Like, how can you expect people will pay the flight of someone to go over, like, to go over there? Now, look at Pete Dunne now. He's paid to fly all around the world, yeah. you know? Um, and I think that that's, a, that's something that has to be taken into consideration um, as well. Um, but I think, ultimately, it, it is a case-by-case situation. But I think that anyone who stands there and, um, and slags people off, um, especially when they're ill-informed as well, I think that that's you know, but but anyway, that's not really the point because you weren't you weren't um, you didn't pay your own flight either time. No. So um, yeah, but good. I'm glad we've. Yeah, and it's an interesting debate, up. isn't it? And you could <laughs> debate it for days, but like um, yeah, and it's it's amazing how people find different circumstances where it's okay for them to do it, but it's not okay for other people to do it. Sure. You know. Um, so uh, so yeah, and I but I personally believe that anyone who is and I still believe anyone who's worth their 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 weight will will wind up getting flown out to places, you know, like your Zack Sabres, like your Will Ospreys, Mighty Skulls, like your Zoe Lucas's. Zoe Lucas, know? yeah. So. All right, cool. So you're in Japan, you've touched down, um, you're there for two months. You're going to yeah. be training in the dojo. Training in the dojo and on shows. So okay. I was guaranteed like 11 shows, I think. Okay, which of course you were being paid for professionally. Yeah. Um, and you... Um, so what was your schedule? So you're there for two months, you said, 11 shows over two months. So really, it was more of a training excursion. You were being paid, but you were being paid, to, you know, in terms of a number of days. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, so it was every four days you end up having a show or something, whatever the maths is. It was kind of like being in England, right? Like once Would a week? You say? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But then we'd have like a weekend where we'd go to like Nagoya and Osaka and stuff. So we'd have like... What, to travel. tourists? To travel? Kind of like a, tra- like a mini tour, like a weekend tour. Oh, okay. Okay, and those were good shows. Yeah. So what was the what was the smallest amount of number you you hit uh, attendance wise? Probably in Shinkiba first ring, which is in Tokyo. Okay. Uh, it's probably about uh, three hundred people, four hundred people. Was so it's still all right, isn't it? Good, so you know, you, British standards you're, there. You're a you're a half empty person, aren't you? Like, tell <laughs> us about the smallest crowd you worked in front. <laughs> no, of. I'm gonna go okay, and comparably. Yeah. <laughs> comparably, what was the biggest crowd? That was exactly my next question. Uh, we did like an a, I think it was like an arena, not an arena, but like a huge venue in Nagoya that was like a couple thousand maybe. Okay, and was that full or was that just like two thousand in a no, six thousand seat or something? Yeah, it was like and that was your first time, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So because last time you wrestled in Corican Hall, right? Or am I making that up? I wrestled in Corican on both tours. Okay, and did they not sell? Were they sold out? Yeah, or? so I wrestled. Because Corican's two thousand, right? Yes. Um, so I wrestled on Eoshirai's last Corican Hall. There you go, part of history. Um, yeah. And she's the girl they've just announced as joining yeah. the... Yeah, you, won't, you won't know who she is yet, but <laughs> soon, she'll have, soon she'll have a WWE <laughs> name and you'll be all over <laughs> it. She's the best. Yeah, she... Uh, um, it was her last Corocan show, uh, so that sold out completely. Um, and that must have been something as well, because that would have been quite emotional, right? Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Did like, you cry? I didn't cry, but like you got, I got goosebumps yeah. from like just being in the I mean, It wasn't only her last show for Stardom as well, either, was it? No. Well, it, it wasn't uh, the other person's last show yet. Oh, okay. Anyway. Sorry. I was just trying to link, link it yeah, together. Yeah, no. They both started in uh, WWE yeah. yesterday on the same day. Who are we talking about, Zoe? Oh, sorry. Diana Perrazzo. There you go. There you go. Mrs. Villain. I was going to say. <laughs> 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 I thought, well, I don't know if I should. Um, cool. All right. So, uh, so that so that that we should so that's your biggest and smallest. And what was the overall? I don't know. What was your overall 
takeaway from the first trip as, you know, did, first of all, did you enjoy it? Did you learn stuff from it? Um, was it a positive experience? Yeah, it was. It was completely different from everything I've ever done. Like, I didn't, when I was on the airplane, I was on the airplane to Tokyo, like, I don't know who I'm meeting. Like, sounds like you. <laughs> I don't know who I'm meeting. Me? No. I don't Zoe. know where Zoe. I'm going. Like, yeah, very, luckily. Yeah, very smart getting on an airplane and. <laughs> it's almost like trying to fly from like a local airport to get to Japan, isn't it? Because <laughs> Japan, famously, you can very easily get there from like the main airport terminals, such as Heathrow. Yes. Such <laughs> as Gatwick. Yes. Well, not so much Gatwick, but mainly Heathrow. Okay. <laughs> such as Southampton Airport. Yeah, Southampton Airport. It's not really. <laughs> is that a joke? I don't no. understand. I'm missing the joke. Um, Did she look into that? Is that what we're saying here? Do you want to explain it? So. Uh, I get booked for my second tour mm -hmm. of Japan. They go, again, uh, what's your closest airport? And I say, oh, Heathrow, Gatwick, or Southampton? Right. Because I had a connection the first time, so I thought if there's going to be a connection again, I might as well have a close airport. Okay, like so you could go from like Southampton, like Finland, and then on It doesn't really work with Southampton Airport. It doesn't. Okay. So what so did you do? I went Southampton. You're like, well, there's a little airfield in Portsmouth. <laughs> Maybe you can go from there. Southampton to Manchester. Okay. <laughs> oh, good God. Right. Okay. I get this now. Yeah. <laughs> Manchester to Helsinki. Oh, my God. And then Helsinki to Tokyo. Okay. Yeah. Just say, always say the major airport. <laughs> mm. So if you're going somewhere Heathrow big, yeah. Heathrow or Gatwick, Heathrow flies direct. And also your main, even if there's links, at least if you're flying from Heathrow, you're going to fly to a... Uh, a proper city rather than not a, that sounds really <laughs> bad doesn't it not not that manchester and helsinki aren't proper cities but you're you're more likely to fly through a uh, a mainstream airline rather than going six different places yeah that probably cost them a fortune as well uh, no like because you they get, you get discounted fares by it's, it's funny isn't it because you think that the the fewer planes you get on the the cheaper it'd be but obviously no, no it's not the the more places okay. they stop and i know this because i book flights on like the regular but there you go yeah i think that says a lot more about me letting you do it than <laughs> <you>. <laughs> i'm fine when it's other people though like i'm really good it's just when it comes to myself i'm like whatever should we talk about some of the biggest mistakes you've made whilst booking oh. flights or not no no <laughs> let's talk about japan <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so who were you with on the first tour what uh, names would uh, people be familiar tour, with I was with Tony Storm, who luckily was at the airport when I arrived. So I was like, I know you. I'm okay. clinging on to you. She'd flown in life. the same day, had she? Yeah, so she had an issue with her, air, like her flight was delayed and stuff. And so she arrived at the same time as me. Okay. Um, luckily for me. Uh, Diana Perrazzo. Uh, Shayna Baszler. Yeah. NXT Women's Champion, isn't she? NXT yeah. Women's Champion. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Viper. Right. And what about the Japanese girls people might be familiar with? Uh, Kyrie Sane, now known as Kyrie Sane. Okay. Uh, Io Shirai was obviously there. Um, and who did you mix it up with? Who did I mix it up with? Well, who did you wrestle, Zoe? Oh. Yeah. Uh, did you win at all during this first tour? The first tour, I think I won one. Out of 11. <laughs> Out of 11. <laughs> That's not too bad, <laughs> is it? But yeah. It was my first time. Yeah, sure. Okay. And what about last time? What was your win-loss record last yeah, the time? Second, the second trip. Uh, basically, if I tagged with Diana, I lost. Oh, because she was on her way out of the territory. Yeah. Fair enough. Her mind was on other things. Yeah. So it got caught with cradles and stuff. Yeah, so basically her head wasn't in the game. So okay. I suffered. 
So, and you said you lost when you tagged with Diana. Did you only tag with Diana? No, um, I had some single matches that I won. Oh, did you? And I won when I tagged with Candy Floss. Okay. Tell everyone the, the cool move you learned and tweeted about a couple of times. Oh, the uh, SIM card. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? <laughs> Who taught you that? Uh, you did. Yes, Andy Boy Simmons, head trainer at the Port School. I was I, genuinely, I was pretty touched by that. that you even tweeted about it or whatever. I was like, oh, he that's was. Nice. Yeah. I jazzed it up a little bit, obviously. Well, you've changed it up. It was a move <laughs> I used to do, and then I kind of, I really did sort of think, uh, it was my idea as well, I think. You did? You were I like, you should use that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, um, anyway, that was very nice. Sorry. So, again, I clung on to it. Right. And also, who was the person who said, have you emailed Stardom about a second tour? No. Why not? <laughs> oh, I just you. haven't. And we were coming back from a show, weren't we? And I was like, have you done it? Have you done? And we composed an email together, I think. We did. Yeah. So you, you owe me so much. I and do. all I all I ever ask for from anyone who comes from my wrestling school, all a I want tweet. is a no, a mention, <laughs> a mention in your whole Hall of Fame speech. Hall of Fame WWE speech. Hall of Fame speech, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. So overall second experience was just as good as the first? Uh, I think the second experience was better just because the first time I was just because something everything is so different, I was nervous and like unsure of everything. The first time? Yeah. Whereas yeah. the second time it felt almost like home. Yeah. I think the big part of being part of any sort of promotion at least a, a proper promotion is being comfortable in your surroundings yeah so um you know in stardom it's got a lot of steam getting more and more steam so it could become one of those places where the women rest is like a genuine place for women wrestlers to make like a real living at wrestling right so well, they do the big star the big the main well, eventers right the girls or just all of them all of them so like their job is from like the age of 14 when they join like when they join from 14 when they leave school they are professional wrestlers. Okay. All right, fair enough. That is their job. All right. It's cool. not like England. No. Where you got to work they, at like Marks and Spencer's. And they, yeah. They have a good business with the old merchandise as well, don't they? That's is that that's a big part of their income, is it not? Yeah, they do have like uh, like lookbooks kind of thing. So like just books of pictures of them, like a eight by ten kind of thing. Lookbooks. I like that that's terminology. I just, I just oh, did you make that up? Oh, right. Oh, okay. Just picture books. I would start marketing some books. like coffee table books, aren't they? Yeah. And just pictures of the women wrestlers. Yeah. Just in their like wrestling gear. In, a, in the wrestling gear and their day to day life. Okay. So I don't want to get into um, I don't want to get into any politics, Zoe. Okay. Right. But but, <laughs> but no. <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, no. Uh, we we're kind of you know. We spent so long talking about Goldberg. We're on a, about coming up to an hour already Ooh. because we spent so long talking about our hero. Um, <laughs> And uh, so, obviously, so when you went to Japan, you you weren't that long in the business, realistically, no. were you? No, no. And no. I think that by your, I think by your own admission, you you'll probably say you weren't very polished then. I wasn't ready. And at all. you're a lot better now, but I'd. St- <laughs> <laughs> but you say that, so like that was something Mark used to always say to no, us: no, no. you're not ready." Okay, so but, uh, that's not the point I'm making. Okay. But, like so, <laughs> the, so the point I'm making is like um. So I, I understand. I see what you're trying to say is like you only get better by going places and te- pushing yourself and testing yourself, etc. However, the, the point I'm making is um, for all your your level of experience to be going to Japan at that point yeah. is something that was achieved as a female wrestler, which I don't believe you'd have had an as easier time doing it uh, if you were a male wrestler. No, and I think that's. And again, that's completely is not designed to be sexist. It's one of the it's one of the benefits of being a, a female wrestler in terms of there's well, just in terms of facts, there's so much fewer of them doing it, so that gives you uh you know, that opportunity. But also I would say the bar is and again, I'm just trying to be 
I don't want to get shouted at. <laughs> but the bar's a bit lower in terms of, you know, getting to next places in terms of where you're at in ability. Would that be fair to say? Or am I being completely horrible? No, not being completely horrible. Not completely. <laughs> Just a little bit. No, I, th- so no, I get what you're saying. Like, it was... So, like, it was easier for me to get to Japan than, say, like, your damn McGee's, right? Because I am a girl. Like, yeah, but there's also things that are harder for me. So that's that's what so that's what I wanted to get to. So that was where so like so you know so that's one of the that's one of the benefits uh, of being a female wrestler. wrestler. However, there are also so a lot of people will look at it and be like, well, it's only because she's a girl or whatever, right? But there are also a lot of negatives about being a female wrestler, and I don't say negatives because it you know. Should we say adversities or, or stuff like that? You difficulties. Know. Difficulties, yes. <laughs> so tell me some of the, the, the harder parts of, of being a female wrestler. Um, I guess the f- one that comes to mind most is some of the fans are like, oh, you, I don't know about male wrestlers, they probably get the same thing, but it's like female wrestling is sometimes still perceived as your bra and panty matches when they're not bra and panty matches. Does that make sense? So breaking a stigma. Yeah. So like if I was to vanity search myself. Uh, Which you do. Which I can see, do, yeah. I can see by the look on your face. Everybody does it. Um, so like. I don't ever. Because I'd rather not read horrible things about me. Cause <laughs> yeah. Because if, if, if they want to they want say something nice, they'll literally just tag they'll you. They'll tag you in it. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 But I, I, I vanity search as well. So. Yeah. See, everyone does it. Um, so if you, but if you vanity search if I vanity search myself on Reddit, there are zoomed oh, I've in... Oh, I don't even look at Reddit, oh, so... There are, like, zoomed in pictures of your bikini areas. Okay. That's strong, isn't it? Because yeah. I didn't even know that stuff. Because, like, I know we said I'm so, like, So, there, there's, like, a... Like, so, so, Reddit is, is... It's like a forum, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a massive, like, forum. So, there's a wrestling discuss, Reddit. There's, like, a subreddit. Of for wrestling, and you can literally okay. like type in like you can type in Andy Boy Simmons, mm-hmm. and you'll probably see like a gif of Pictures your butt in, yeah. shaking or something. <laughs> oh, cool! I'm it's, like, go it's, on something, there, it's something so ridiculous. So like, yeah. I was one video was I was in a wrist lock and I did a cartwheel reversal, and when I land the cartwheel, like my whole body moves right. So, but it was like a zoomed in kind of like, oh my god, watch that butt shake, and it was just like, unless you read watch that butt shake, you wouldn't even notice it happened. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So this is where, like, so this is, and I, I don't really say it's too facetiously. This is the exact opposite of Twitter. Then, this is Reddit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Of course, it doesn't sound like anything I'm into. <laughs> um, right. So that's taking so it too far. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a that's a negative. Any other anything else? Um, probably, but I can't really think right now. Well, like, I'd probably guess a big negative of being a female wrestler is there's there tends to be. Only one women's match on a show. Yes, yes. Yeah, but there is fewer. So there is fewer wrestlers as well, though. Yeah, but now it's like female wrestling has been got this like empowered like movement almost because of like glow and stuff like that. More people want to be. Yeah. Women's but do you wrestlers. not think that that's just a start of there being more than one female match on the show? Yeah, and like there are companies that do just women's wrestling. So like Shimmer in America. They should be adding a guys match if anything. <laughs> for equality but it's yeah. a women's wrestling promotion like some promotions don't have women at all and that's cool because I don't know they don't want the women like yeah. that's okay cool thanks for joining us Zoe <laughs> <laughs> alright so that's what else come on g- give us give us a bit more insight into being a women's wrestler how do the how do the women's wrestlers get on with each other 
Prewell. Prewell. <clears throat> well, no one, like, <laughs> I don't know anyone that's got any issues with me. Oh, no, no, I didn't mean you, but, like, you know, like, there we had a bit of a horror story at a show once. I didn't say what show because it would be, to be specific, but where one of the women's wrestlers came back to communicate with one of the other women's wrestlers and one particular women's wrestler turned their back. Oh, wow. Yeah. And and I just want to say, I don't think... Have we talked about this on air before? I can't remember. No. But the the boys would never do that to each other. No. And I, I was actually really disappointed to hear that, that that would actually happen, especially in a time when we're supposed to be talking about women encouragement and empowerment. This yeah, one I, like, I, like, I kind of agree with you on that one. And I think, like, I've seen it, because again, from, from my perspective, I've only, women's wrestling has been something I've only recently introduced to Revolution Pro Wrestling. Um, and, and I believe that, again, like everyone, everyone wants to be a critic and everyone wants to, you know, criticise. But there, there are times when there's not, there's not space for a women's match on the show, just because the, the division isn't developed enough yet. And, uh, and, and again, we're learning about the, who the better women's workers are, um, but I mean, given the small amount of female wrestling I've had on my shows, I've I would say that I've seen a lot more um, less supportive behaviour from the girls. Okay. Um, so like, uh, you know, a lot of blame games being played. Right. So oh, that's um, not my fault. That's her yeah, fault. Yeah, that's her fault. She's done this. She's done that. Um, and I've also. Um, <sighs> Yeah, I, I I feel I don't know. That's kind of just my, just from my my limited experience. Yeah. Again, I can't. Yeah, I can't. I think it's a, it's a few isolated incidents. You yeah, know, it's but not the yeah, norm. It, but it is. It's a few isolated incidents. But what I'm saying is, I've only been doing it for you know maybe a couple of years now. Women's yeah. wrestling shows on Rev Pro shows. Um, however, um, I go by every you know that there's only a. X amount of matches, yeah. and that's happened in a in a quite a few of them. So it, whilst it's isolated instance, in, if you look at the numbers in comparison to the amount of guys' matches on the show, then right, the yeah, percentage is high. Yeah. yeah, percentage is high. Yeah, and that's why that's why I ask you, like, is it you know, is no, it? Yeah, I get that. Like, I remember. So I come from obviously a dance and cheer background where everyone's like smiley, smiley to your face, but I will trip you if it means I get that spot. Okay, kind of thing. So I'm used to people being like super bitchy. Yeah, but. I'm so happy for you and smiling to your face. Yeah, it's like some of my TV, favorite TV programs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, I'm always prepared for like the worst situation, kind of. You're quite aware that of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, so when I went into, say, like the Shimmer locker room, so this is women, like the best women's wrestling, w- women re- female wrestlers, sorry, in like in the world. So you have people who have been like TNA knockout champions. You've had people who've been on WWE. The, the like the best women in wrestling at the moment and it's the nicest locker room I've ever been in. I find that is often the case of when people are so that because they're, they're at a certain level they're secure enough about themselves that they don't yeah. have to worry about those beneath them and perhaps you know I, I could be and again just in my own therapy session here um I could be. It, it could be because the, what I don't know. What I'm trying to say. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to think whilst I talk because I don't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, but perhaps the fact that there is so few spots on my shows, the girls when there when there is yeah, and and when it is that case of um, you know, well, I can blame her, and then, then I'll get I'm, next week. Yeah, but really, I look at it and I'm like, it's 
like you know, everyone it takes two to tango. You know, it's everyone. We just take responsibility for it and move on. Well, you now know? I know why I haven't been booked in a while. We've got to do the merchandise table. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, it's so surreal so, to be like, everyone was so lovely, and it's like, oh my god, this they know my name. This is and they're new, talking yeah. to me like I'm their like friend. It's so crazy. Yeah, that's it. That's it. All it is is security. They yeah. are secure and. Um, We've used the word a few times, but again, the word escapes me. Um, but yeah, just being like, cool, I've made Comes it. Comes in your own ability. Yeah, yeah. Kind of and like proud of what you've achieved. And I can't think of a early word. Well, I always say the only person you should compare yourself to is yourself yesterday. And I think anyone who cool, does I was, that. I was a terrible person yesterday. Same. So, no, I was, I was a good <laughs> person yesterday, actually. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but when I had to tell off my son. And I got told off by my wife for doing it. So there you go. So Zoe, yes. what are your thoughts on parenting and discipline? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, have you, so have you got anything more to add? Any anything else you want to get out there? It's an open forum. Are you looking to go back to Japan? Would you like to go back again before the end of the year? Is that on the uh, cards? It's fully booked. I've already tried to. I learnt from my first mistake mm -hmm. last time. I, le I didn't leave it months. I was in the car with Rossi, who runs Stardom, like. When can I come back? Mm -hmm. And he was like, maybe next year. I was like, too late. I need to come back in like a month or so. And he was just like, fully booked until January. Okay. So. Do you think you put a good word for me? I've I never from Japan. I don't want to be like exclude you, but I That's don't an interesting think word. <laughs> Exclusion. <laughs> wow. But I don't uh, think you qualify for. Oh, why? Why not? Why not? No, why not? Why not? <laughs> because you're not of He's the not right what? gender. What? <laughs> You're not a woman. Don't assume. Oh, oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 Unbelievable. <laughs> Everyone blackball this lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. But well, that sounds really cool though, Zoe, because uh, I mean, when I first heard about it, I was like really excited for you. And yeah, it just sounds... I was breaking. It's, it's only a step in the right direction. And, uh, so, so, you've done, so you've done two tours of Japan. Yep. You've done two tours of America. Yep. Uh, my third in October. Yeah, she hasn't told me that. Oh, Nor me. Uh, October 21st, I think I go. Got a big show that day. Do we? No, I'm... Take the Google. I'm trying to carry on. We've got a big show that day. Big show that You're day. You're going to be main eventing um, the next Manchester... Well, I don't believe that. ...ice rink. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Who's that for? Shimmer. And is that is that news to everyone? Is that out there? Are you, is this okay it's to uh, put publicly? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but it's been confirmed. But I've been asked for it. Okay. And who you, you wouldn't know you're wrestling, would you? So no. no. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, good luck. Yeah, my championship. Are you in the championship match? No, I don't. Uh, you might be. I was last time. Oh, and you lost. Part of Shimmer, yeah. Okay, unlucky. So, what's your goals for the future? For the future, wrestle more in England. Because I've wrestled in America and Japan, but I find it really hard to get bookings in the UK. So, I'd like to focus on the UK. What are you doing next Monday? I've got a holiday camp. You can't <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually fully booked, sorry. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, cool. All right, so there you go. If you want to contact Zoe, follow her on Twitter. Uh, at Zoe Lucas Pro. Yeah, actually used to be at Zobo92, didn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah, of course. Let's not talk about that. Mm. <laughs> mm. That's when it was like my private Twitter turned into wrestling and then I just forgot. Okay. Cool, all right, so if you want Zoe Lucas, I'll vouch for her. She does an awesome jumping, splitting leg drop over the top <laughs> rope. Which I dem uh, no, I didn't demonstrate it at all. Um, you taught me it. Yeah, I said do this, Zoe. Probably showed you with like an action figure or something. Um, cool, and there you go. She wants to wrestle people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
Sorry. What about you, Andy? Do you want to wrestle? <laughs> no, I'm good, actually. If you want to book Andy Corden for his first ever I'm, match, I'm Andy Corden versus... Well, I won't say who would be great, but... Uh, <laughs> Andy, Sim- uh, Andy Simmons... Uh, Andy Corden versus Big Van Walter. That would be a match for the ages, wouldn't it? Mm. Mm. If anyone wants to make that, make that match happen, some money could have a good uh, help. It won't. Um, so, uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. And, uh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Follow, well, follow me on Twitter at Boy Simmons, B-O-Y-S-I-M-M-O-N-Z. And follow me on Instagram, B-O-Y-S-I-M-M-O-N-Z-1984. Or if you want some real entertainment, at A Quilden, A-Q-U-I-L-D-A-N. I'm a lovely person. I tweet lots of good things. So, uh, so yeah. Most people who say they're a lovely person aren't a lovely person. Yeah, that is very true, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to mess you up. That's just not very nice, is it? Because, like, you know me. You are a nice person, but I'm just saying, most people who say I'm a lovely person <sighs> aren't. Bye. Yeah, I used to have a girlfriend. <laughs> I used to have a girlfriend who'd say this to me, and I have a couple of mates who say this. You know, oh, I hate lies. I hate lies. And I'm like, you're the biggest, most compulsive liar I know. Um, so, yeah. That's almost like a guilty conscience, isn't it? Yeah. Going down your head like, if I telephone, I'm a nice person. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Cool. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you've enjoyed our Goldberg story and we've managed to pull teeth out of Zoe and get a good story about Japan. So thanks for listening. Over and out. Goodbye. Later.